I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's the best gift. Children's love. <laughs> it's the best day of the year. It's almost, I think, treat yourself time. Actually, do you know what today is? Today is the like five year anniversary of when I tweeted Retta and <laughs> asked her if she was holding a uh recall nope magic wand like the hitachi vibrator because that's one of the merch things that the recall nope people make and there's a scene of donna like holding it and waving it around and she replied to me back massager <laughs> because that was the story but it definitely wasn't apparently retta like loves to respond to people on twitter She's amazing. Have you seen the the um, interview of her? I don't remember which talk show it is. It's some. It's like a late night something, and she tells this story about pulling up next to. She has like an opera voice. Retta. Yes. Huh. There's okay. There's a video I'll show you later, and and it's worth looking up. But she just tells a story about <laughs> someone pulling up beside her and and uh, assuming what she was listening to her and her and her rolling down the window <laughs> and just <laughs> blowing their minds with opera and singing along. Yeah. Anyway, it's amazing. That's amazing. I love Retta. And I love you. Hi. Uh, hi. Oh, one more Retta-related story. Hit me. Courtesy of our friend Dylan, who has spent a lot of time, a lot with, of time Retta. with Retta. I learned. Dylan does not listen to this podcast. No, he does not. Of course he doesn't. He doesn't I, listen. Same thing with Lily. He just, like, quote, doesn't listen to podcasts. I mean, welcome to 2018, buddy. We love you anyway. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> he, so there is, of course, a Parks and Rec cast group chat. Of course. And Do you think it's on GroupMe? Do you think it's an iMessage? I am not sure, but here's what I do know. And I pretty much screamed when I was told this. Um, Megan Mullally and uh, Ron Offerman. Nick Offerman. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ron, Ron Swanson. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> and Nick Offerman share a phone. Of course they do. I know, but isn't that just fucking the cutest thing you've ever heard? Yeah, because they, like, don't care. No. Uh, they, like, do thousand-piece puzzles together and I share a phone. Them. I'm obsessed. That's Ron Offerman. <laughs> <laughs> There's a real man somewhere named Ron Offerman. I'm sorry. Ron Offerman. If you're out there. We love you. Props. <laughs> um, How are you? I'm really tired. Um, You've been yoging. Yeah, I'm back at the back at it again <laughs> with the <Yeah>. old Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that took a little bit to come out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm back. Uh, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yes, yoga. Uh, I'm good. I'm tired. I um, have had a big week. Yeah, you're having a treat yourself week a little bit. Oh wait, so treat yourself. Two thousand. I know you said that well we were timed. talking about it. 
Yes, as we have ta- as I talked about, I think two episodes ago, I really have been in dire need of some grooming. <laughs> some, some grooming, exactly. Um, and since then, I have gotten a Brazilian. Thank you for asking. Um, and how was it? Please write it for me on a pain scale of one to ten. Uh, six. Dang. But how long does the pain last? Is it immediate and then it's over? It was. I was. It was a fifteen-minute experience. Okay. You're okay, like in okay. fifteen minutes of just like, <laughs> and then it's done, and you're like, right. huh. Okay. Okay. And I have to just exfoliate. I'm I'm on my way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's still like a I little can't. upkeep afterwards. No. Oh, good. If you exfoliate, basically, like the dead skin goes away, and so the hairs don't grow in ingrown. They just come oh, in straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they don't. Oh, get that's all tangled. I mean. Yeah, not upkeep. Sorry, like tending to afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and then and then it, it comes out easier. Yeah. Ooh. So also before exfoliating before helps? exfoliate. Before and like in between. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's my Brazilian tip to you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm taking notes furiously over here. <laughs> I know. It's really amazing. I'm like, Bridget should be, um, uh, what is that? Um, a stenographer? It is a stenographer. Oh, amazing. That's what I, it was on the tip of my tongue. I saw it there and I just like pulled but I it wasn't, right out. I wasn't sure if it, it was actually like, an, if there was a transcriber. I mean, that works. I would have known what you meant. But I feel like stenographer is probably the the word you wanted. Yeah, um, it is. Um, I have a desk mate, and we sit like. I have a postmate. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Get he also you. delivers me food. Mm-hmm. Um, we sit in like a it's like a rectangle formation, but our desks are in opposite corners, kind of facing away from each other, mm-hmm. like different down different ends of the hallway. So we don't like look at each other. But um, he will often like turn around to ask me something or vice versa. And the other day he asked me something, and I turned my head and kept talking to him. And he like something happened to, <laughs> to his eyes, and I could tell he wasn't listening to me anymore. <laughs> I was like Rob, 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 and he was like, Can you not look at me? And type at the same time, please. <laughs> he was like, I, I was like, have you never seen someone do this before? Everyone in this office could do this. Could you not do that? I didn't say that to him, but it was just so funny because it's a pretty standard thing, you know, yeah. to be able to type without looking. Yeah, but he I literally couldn't looking too. hold a conversation with me without me s- stopping. Um, but yes, back to me. Um, yep. Um, tomorrow I'm getting my hair cut and then on Wednesday I'm getting my hair colored. Yes. So I yes. will have a new head of hair on Thursday I when this it. episode comes out. Um. And I'm really excited. Those are very exciting things. It's really things exciting. like a haircut, you know, or like. I oof, just have like a. Good. I'm I'm really happy with how my hair is growing out, and I like. It's so long and beautiful. I like it long, but it's really dead. Yeah, I know so that feeling. I know it's gonna be a couple inches, and I'm probably gonna be upset, but I'm not. It's like this is the first time I've gone in for in a while. It's just been like just a trim, as little yeah. as you can. Yeah. Um, and then it'll probably grow faster, and I'll be happy. That's right. Um, Bridget cuts her own hair. I do. Well, partially because I just every time I go into a one-off salon, because like I don't have a place here really. Mm-hmm. And every time, so I'll, I'll get a group on or something. And every time I have kind of tricky layers because my hair has f- seven different textures mm-hmm. and it grows at different rates. And like there's very coarse hair on the back of my head that's a lot shorter than the rest. Anyway, they just always manage to, <laughs> to do exactly what I don't want them to do. Nothing's so, worse than a bad haircut. I know. And so I, I like the part where, like, they use fun products that make your hair really soft and amazing and, like, mm-hmm. get it super accurately. But I cut hair in high school, I mean, in college for, like, petty cash. And so I can give myself a trim. And so until it gets really dire, I just told you I have, I've gotten one haircut since we, since I graduated, which was now almost three years ago. So I have to. And I just got hair scissors because a friend of mine wanted a haircut. So now that I have them, I'm like, okay, I'm set again. <laughs> yeah, once I get this trim, I'll be going to Salon Bridget. <laughs> Salon Bridge. 
Um, hey, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hey, everyone. <laughs> and welcome to Splat, Splat, the podcast where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Here we are in Brooklyn on my couch. On our couch. Hooked up. I told you I would to come rumble. to Brooklyn. Here you are. I've come to Brooklyn more since I've been back from <laughs> Israel than I think in all of 2018. That's true, which I would also like to point out says a lot about how much time I spent in Harlem. <laughs> yeah that's true although it's easier because i'm coming from work you know so like for you to come from work is far when i worked in the east village it was a lot it made a I lot f- more i feel sense. like i yeah. came down here because it was the equivalent of like yeah. one version is really short it's just the way home that's long yeah but it's okay i have my book um what are you reading right now oh i'm still reading special topics in calamity physics holy shit are you still not as into it i just like need to commit to it I just, like, haven't been in a reading mood. I, I get that. I go in and out of them. And now I really want to reread Harry Potter. I mean, that's a good impulse always. Although I've It'll never... It'll make you feel good. I've never done um, Jim Dale before. Why do I know? Is that... The audiobooks. Oh, So yeah. I was thinking I might do that for Harry Potter. And oh, you've never listened experience. to them that way? No. I've not, it's not like I've listened to them all, but it's definitely, it's a fun experience. I feel like I'm, but I'm just like a visual learner, but I guess it's yeah. like returning home. Yeah. And you know them so well at this point, you know, it's kind of as much fun once you know them really well and it, you're not like jarred by hearing someone else because you've seen the movies and you've talked yeah. to a million people about it. It's just like the experience of hearing him do it is so fun. Yeah. I think that'd be a great way to do it. I think I might do it. And then I can probably, I can do it while I'm reading books, Mm -hmm. but I must, I like get, always get back into reading in the summer when I can like lay in the park. Mm -hmm. Being able to be outside makes a huge difference. It was nice. It was like actively warm in the sun today. It's been sunny, but it's still cold. More snowstorm coming Wednesday. Thank God. It's going to be like another one where it doesn't actually, it's not a storm at all, but still annoying. I just want, I just want there to be winter and then it to be spring. You know, these warm days make me so antsy for it to come. I can yeah, wait it out like otherwise. A, there was like a period when I when I wasn't wearing my long coat, my like big mm. puffy coat. And I'm just like, I'm going to wear it until I'm not wearing it. I do. Like I'm skipping the pea coat phase. Yeah. Like you, I just like my hands are tearing off. I know. It's because <laughs> it's, it's cold. It's really cold. Um, but the sun helps. Um, before we dive in, should we talk about the most exciting thing that happened today? Yes, I was gonna bring it up, but I forgot. <laughs> I know. How could we? You guys, guys. <laughs> our Tony, Emmy, and Grammy award-winning friend and friend of yours, and friend of the pod, and favorite Miranda Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon is indeed running for the governor of New York against fucking Cuomo, baby, and. Um, it's so exciting. I love imagining it as the continuation of the Miranda storyline, even though <laughs> Cynthia Nixon, Nixon is totally her own person and gets to own that and is a badass and has been involved in like public education reform and shit for years and is really interested in being an amazing human being. And I love her. I love her so much. And then, um, friend of the pod, um, basically exclusively, uh, regarding this particular <laughs> subject, Avi <laughs> Small, <laughs> who's been linking us into everything. He's been keeping just, us posted. Just, Is he um, going to work for her us. campaign? <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I, I mean, I have my hopes. But he um, just tagged us in a tweet from none other than sweet, sweet Kristen Davis saying, um, so she 
she quote tweeted Cynthia Nixon's post, which says, I love New York. And today I'm announcing my candidacy for governor. Join us. And then Kristen Davis said, I am so proud of Cynthia Nixon. No one cares more than she does about every person getting a fair chance. I think she meant chance. Fair change and a good education. I know that she would be an excellent governor. Space exclamation point. It's so cute. They just like are their characters. It's so cute. Um. Kristen Davis them. has a good episode. This I loved this episode. I know you watched it a little distracted. I watched it very distracted. And there's no, I'm, there was no judgment in me. I wasn't trying to throw you under the bus in that no, moment. No, no. I mean, tit for tat. We both had our, our episodes where we've been the <laughs> quote unquote like experts or one whatever. One time I just straight up didn't watch. I, I like <laughs> effectively listened to this one like a podcast because so much was going on at work. Well, there are so some great outfits in this episode. I'm actually really excited to see them, but this is going to be a Brookie taking the lead on this one. Oh my God. I'm so nervous. <laughs> take it away take me on a sex in the city tour Uh, it's called frenemies which i love that this was a term then i mean of course it was oh oh, really really quick i know we can't have questions from my brother because he's um busy Uh uh-huh but i we have some corrections from my brother oh good so from our harry local harry oh yes who was very concerned about our goblet of fire mistake mistake oh wait pause her oops pause thank you Uh -uh. i will take her back no she you don't oh Eh, meh um, Harry Potter uh, and the Goblet of Fire did not, was not out in the year 2000. And it was too thin. I maintain that I was <gasps> correct about that. Yes, it was too thin. Um, anyway, we were wrong. Bye. We were wrong. Sorry. And also, I finally, I got him Hummus Place Hummus. Oh. It is the best hummus in Manhattan. Fuck because yeah. I went to the Hummus Place and all the people that worked there were Israeli. Oh, so you knew. So I knew. You were like, I'm in good hands. But you know which hummus he really, really liked? Your hummus. My hummus. Brooks hummus. Brooks hummus. What was, what's your, um, what's your Israeli name? Yuval. Yuval. Yuval's hummus. Yuvi's hummus. Yuvi's hummus. That's right. Yeah. I love Yuvi. Yuvi. It's like Yuvi light also, you know, a little extra something, something. But I told my parents, my mom goes, like rays of sun because you're so bright and shine on love on all the things you do. I was like, mom. Sounds right. Sounds 100% right. No, it's not. I'm such a storm cloud. No, I mean, it sounds it, like checks oh, out like that your mom, mom would say that. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not. I'm like a storm cloud. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. And with that, let's, shall we? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. All right. Let's jump in frenemies baby so miranda's getting ready for a date with will o'connor which oh She's wearing like ballet shoes. you should know that his name shit. is will o'connor like a british person but in my in my notes i wrote will o'connor like willow tree connor oh nice like like willow smith the important Willow. yeah i was i didn't realize that beautiful she looks amazing she, her hair is growing out she bought this new dress at barney's and they ran into each other at a starbucks and and he asked her on a date and across town samantha's getting fucked out of her mind on her bed which is on wheels wheels why she's literally like scooting They're past like, the window I'm like of all people why would you have a bed on wheels and uptown Trey uptown? is trying to have sex with Charlotte. Trina. Trina. He is definition of Trina. And um, they're using the schooner b- bit. Liz, schooner your favorite Rebecca. word, schooner. <laughs> Hi, Liz. So there's like a lot of like the sales are up. <gasps> Happy belated birthday to our last week's guest, Liz. We Happy love you. Happy birthday, Liz. Um, 
And this, Trey has this like really pained smile on his face. Where it's really sad. I feel really bad. And like the wind, his his boner goes wind, away. The wind died. Like the sails. And Charlotte's really frustrated because, as we know, Charlotte's a very sexual person, and she's like kind of clawing. Into here's his something back. where sh- where she could be like, okay, clearly this isn't working, but like here's here's a vibrator. Can you use this on me? <laughs> I know. I'm like, can just, you? I literally wrote, just eat her out. Yeah. There's so much space between penetrative s- sex and other ways to like enjoy yourselves in bed especially if that's not working so it's like a uh, saturday night and carrie's like at home working she's been writing a lot Tip i'm like tapped good job carrie away. make an effort and miranda calls her and is like i'm eating out of plastic my date is three if if he's three hours late so he stood me up and she says he doesn't even know me the least he could get do is get to know me before he rejects me and carrie's like that's a legal dumping she's also wearing this really cute button down button like one button just so, hanging open and rolled up She's like, I haven't been stood up since I was 27. We're getting ages. So yes. Miranda's 34. And so is Carrie. Yes. So they're the same age. And Miranda's Miranda's just pretty bummed, um, and, and, understandably. And Carrie's, uh, we find out that Carrie is um, going to be teaching lectures at the, the Learning, Learning Annex. Annex called Bright Lights Date City, where she's going to talk about dating. And Miranda's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed for you. It's so cute. I love when they rib each other because it's the most like real part of it. It's where they get like real personality in their relationship. Yeah, you know how each relationship kind of gets a personality. Yeah, I love when it There's comes. There's a out. lot in this episode of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so, why does Miranda, Miranda says this dress is making a mockery of me? I she's no longer wearing braces. <laughs> I know what the hell happened. Was that just like a one-off plot point, or as Liz diagnosed, was that the wrong treatment for TMJ <laughs> <laughs> or whatever she had? Um. So Miranda's like, fuck this. I'm not taking this lying down. She calls and she's like, hello, is Will there? And, and a woman, a woman picks up and, and is like, like, who's speaking? And we're like, oh, is he married? And it's Will's mother. And Miranda goes off on Will's mom only to be revealed that Will is in fact Fucking dead. dead. <laughs> He's dead. She's like, I don't know how you raised your son. And she's like, Will, is, Will died today. Will died today. And so then they have a whole thing about how they're dying on us. <laughs> I know which is like it's funny because my crisis about this would just be like ah death which is a crisis I have all the time anyway and for them it's like oh but the men are dying our options like, are dying yeah. I told his mother so Miranda tells his Will Connor's mom that she'll go to the wake and that, this is one of my favorite things so Miranda's like I don't even know him and Carrie goes and I think it's safe to say you never will incredible Sarah Jessica Parker is really good on this in this episode I recently think. they've been giving Carrie a little more of these like pretty quippy one-liners where she's mm-hmm. like really funny and I like it because I think they realized Carrie needed more of a little bit of a personality too yeah so Charlotte's like really struggling she looks beautiful but she's so beautiful we've been trying to you know and Samantha says fuck <laughs> it's just not getting big and hard oh wait pause it Okay. And so, Carrie says, what is this, Dirty Mad Lips? So what I want to do <laughs> oh, is yeah. play around of Dirty Mad Lips. Oh, fuck yeah. So I'm going to pull up. Oh, um, my God, yes. A Mad Lips. Well, first of all, just really quick, what, what what I pulled up when I opened my phone is this um, Escape the Room Google Doc that has been. Um, that, no uh, way. Oh, yeah, that I have with this group of people that I have been. Um, escaping the rooms with. And um, I was finally. Escaping the rooms with. Okay, I haven't actually looked at it, but it's attendance, date, escape, notes, notes. Unbelievable. And I, this is my first day being uh, shared on this Google Doc, and yet 
I am f- very represented. Like they know where I've been and who I've escaped. Well the done. Because honestly, except for one, which was the one that made you mad before your birthday, right? You've always escaped. No, except for the agency, which I did my first escape room. I've done every single one. With, <gasps> oh shit! With Dylan, <laughs> all of them. Damn, that's impressive. We've never. No, I, I haven't realize. done all of them. I just mean that we've. I've never done an escape room except for in Israel, without Dylan. Without Dylan, oh. except for once. Oh, 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 oh! I see. I'm trying to think if there's that like, makes sense. Yeah, no, I've literally never done one without Dylan. That makes sense to me. We're doing one on Friday. <laughs> of course you are. I mean, of course. Which one are you doing? I don't know. It's Andy's birthday, so we're doing one for Andy's birthday, which is good because I've been doing a lot of the board game ones, and I really need to get back in the room. <laughs> get back in the space. Get it in your, your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, well, I'll take being better at whatever that one is with you, being a better partner for that, because Dylan can have the escape Okay, but we tried, we tried to do one last night, and it wasn't as fun. Oh, damn. Okay, I'm finding on Mad Libs. Okay, here we go. Here, I'll just write them down as I go. Okay. Um, Adjective. So I have to do them and they have to be dirty. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Voluptuous. (laughs) This is really long. I'm ready. Adjective. We're just going sexy. Noun. But. Noun. Um, Vibrator. Plural noun. (laughs) Plural noun. Dicks. Game. Um, strip poker. Plural noun. Sex swings. Verb ending in ing. Fisting. Verb ending in ing. Um, licking. Mm. Plural noun. I was going to say condoms, but I think I'm going to go for rubbers mm-hmm. <laughs> just for effect. Love that. <laughs> Verb ending in ing. Um, caressing. <laughs> Noun. Uh, harness. Mm. Plant. <laughs> <laughs> What's the sexiest of the plants? Uh, succulent. I'd oh, say. that's pretty good. I was gonna say Venus flytrap. Ooh, whatever you want. No, I think succulent is really good. <laughs> Part of the body. Oh, I'm gonna go. Um, Nipple. Mm. Always a, a crowd nipple. pleaser. <laughs> a place. Um, let's go the pleasure chest. <laughs> Too specific. Perfect. No. And topical. Verb ending in ing. Um, humping. Mm-hmm. Adjective. Uh, horny. Number <laughs> seven. Plural noun. Vaginas. Perfect. Okay, here we go. All Vacations. Right. A vacation is when you take a trip to some voluptuous place with your sexy family. Usually, you go to some place that is near a butt or <laughs> up a vibrator. Up a vibrator. Up on a vibrator. Oh, a good uh-huh. vacation place is one where you can ride dicks <laughs> or play strip poker. Agar hunting for sex swings. I like to spend my time fisting or licking. <laughs> when parents go on vacation, they spend their time eating three rubbers a day. And fathers play golf and mothers sit around caressing. 
last summer, my little brother fell in a harness and got poisoned succulent all over his nipple. <laughs> my family is going to the pleasure chest, and I will practice humping. Parents need vacations. That this is about a family. <laughs> <laughs> parents need vacations more than kids because parents are always very horny, and because they have to work seven hours every day all year, making enough vaginas to pay for the vacation. <laughs> And that has been wow. Sexy Mad Lips with there Brooke and Bridget. Sponsored by Carrie Bradshaw. Thanks for the suggestion, babe. Wow, wow. That was sure a That was ride. an experience. <laughs> no pun intended. Wow. Uh, sensual, if I may say so. Shall we? I think we must. <laughs> Charlotte is saying, I love him and he's trying, but this is so frustra- frustrating. Which is, again, where I'm like, dude. So many other options for him, the, at least just for the in-between. Obviously, yeah. you have to figure this out, but get yours, baby. I was like... You almost masturbated. He almost got it up together. You almost had sex. Samantha's on fire this yeah. episode. Yeah, she is. But and Charlotte's, but Charlotte is like, I just feel ashamed, and which we I know, think is true. Yeah, but we also know that Charlotte masturbates. And then she's confused because Charlotte, uh, Trey masturbates and he reads porn. And Samantha's like, oh, easy, it's the Madonna whore. You're not sexual. He sees you as the virginal wife, not right. a sexual plaything. Right. Which is why she could sort of trick him with the magazine with her face on it because she was becoming something sort of forbidden or taboo yeah. that way. But in real life, she's not. And Carrie's like, come on, you're something to see. They're Look just like gassing Samantha's her up. Wearing I know. Only button. It's like a pleather and lace shirt that, as Carrie's last shirt was, only buttons over her boobs. Yep. There just aren't even buttons anywhere else. This outfit that Carrie is wearing to this learning annex thing is something that I would wear so fast. It yes, is a, and it would look insanely good on you. It is a strapless romper that... Like, like a capri length. I'm a, I'm a, I need Not it. Not even. It's like knee length, which is kind of perfect. I, 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 honestly, I need it for summer. We could definitely find you a version of that. Thank you. Okay, that's a mission okay, for mission me. Mission for us. So it's like an audience full of women, and Carrie's like up on stage. And she's being with very her purse, charming. Very charming. All of these, there are two million single men in the city, and all of those men are right outside their door, your and door. I, and I've dated one million of them. And so she's like at, they're asking like, where do you go to meet men? And it's like, a, actually like a really bizarre, I, I've obviously, not obviously, but I've never been to anything like this context. One extra has a really bad tan line. Also, uh, with a few notable exceptions, it's, it's like 99% white women. That's the sex in the city. I mean, yes, absolutely. It is just reinforcing itself here. Um, they're like, we've been to all these places and it's just like, it's bombing. But long story short, Carrie's bombing. And then well, one these girl women are just like, you're telling us stuff we all already know and have already tried. You just are like hot and lucky and successful. But then this one girl goes, give her a break. She's older than us. Which is like, that just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the last thing Carrie wants to hear. So she starts telling a story about how she met a guy on the Hampton Jitney. And then she's like, Starts telling it and is like, nope, this is a bad story to tell. Never mind. Uh, question. Yes, you. Are you married? And she's like, no. And they're all like, oh, well, then how can we trust you, bitch? Have you ever been married? Like, it, which is interesting because it takes the, you realize that the goal of these women isn't necessarily just to, like, date. They're specifically, like, they're Charlottes. They're, they're Charlottes for, asking. From, yeah. Yeah. And Carrie isn't a Charlotte. No, you know, she, she would have married big, but she's not Charlotte. And they all sort of, like, turn on her, and it's really, really sad. She goes, hey, come on, be quiet. She's older than us. We can learn something. 
Which is like a dagger to the heart. And Carrie's like, this sucks. But she's trying to keep her composure. Can I smoke in here? Is that all and right? And everyone goes, no. And I love that, like, um, in this show, just in general, people, like, don't actually. Like, they everyone hates on Carrie uh, yeah, for smoking. Yeah, yeah. It's not, like, really a cool thing she does. So Carrie's back at her computer working later that night. And you're supposed to get wiser about dating. What men to pick, where to meet them, but what really makes made any of us experts? What's our single status? Wasn't, nope. Wasn't our single status a neon sign? What if all these years in New York have only made us older, more confused, or, or dead? Because now we have some mortality. Are we getting there. wiser or just older? So we pan to Carrie and Miranda, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're kind of like reminiscing on or not reminiscing they're like musing on the same thing she was kind of writing about together and she's telling Miranda how hostile they they were and Miranda's of course like just fuck them and they're at this wake which so good of Carrie's like the greatest friend who will go along with you to the funeral that you would but you know what Miranda would have done this for her too Miranda would be her date to a funeral because they're the best friends yeah yeah, Miranda's like higher up. Higher this a scene is really funny. So they go and they look at his body, and, and Carrie gets nervous because she's never seen a dead body. Um, it's pretty funny though. But Carrie goes, "He's really cute," and Miranda goes, "Was, damn." <laughs> I so like him even more now. They're at the wake, and so they're at a bar. This is like the she, she's like he was organized enough to have a will, which I love because lawyer Miranda is like <laughs> all about that. Yeah, and so then they get approached by this guy who's like, "Carrie, it's me, Jim." And um, who does he look like? Wait, you know what? We're watching on here. Dominic Famusa. He He's is a bad actor. Yes, he is. He he has a, a Sex in the City one-off face, though. He like looks like a man who would be an extra on this show. Yeah, and so he we find out that he used to date Carrie, but Miranda's attracted to him, and he's like, "Oh, how did you know Will O'Connor?" And he's like, "We were roommates in college. We were frenemies. We like." Hang on really fast. I have a hypothesis watching, um, hang on, watching Miranda talk. Something has changed in her mouth. She doesn't have braces, but her, she's holding her top lip differently. And I wonder if she has like Invisalign or something on. You think Cynthia Nixon needed braces? I don't. I don't think she necessarily needed them, but I just something as someone who like wore retainers and had braces for years, something's either, either she has like a back retainer or like maybe something happened, you know, and she needed some dentistry or something, Yeah. but she's, she doesn't have the braces she had last time, but watch her talk. No, I I noticed it too. Her mouth is different. A lot of my notes were like, is she wearing braces? Well, maybe there was like a break in filming or something and she really did for a month or two. I don't know. Like it was like a, cause it's, it's thrown me off anyway. So, So Jim. So he's talking about how they're so competitive, whatever. And he's like, he even died first to beat me to the punch. Death jokes, baby. We love them. We love them. Ca- here we go. Carrie goes, you guys were classic frenemies. And he's like, frenemies, good word. And she's like, well, I'm a writer. And then he goes to get them drinks. And Carrie doesn't get a drink, which is interesting. Yeah. And sh- Miranda thinks he's cute. And Carrie's like, he's an Listen. asshole. <laughs> Listen. Oh, yes, indeedy, she says. And Miranda's like, but he seems great. That's what I thought, too, when I started dating him. Then when we both knew it wasn't working, I broke up with him. And hello, asshole. 
which this is interesting because we haven't really seen this out about an ex yet. This kind of like. Yeah, but this happens to literally every single one off guy in this show where they're oh, really yeah. great. And then we discover like, oh, yeah, and then yeah, we break yeah, up yeah. with them and then they become, and then they like become assholes. Raging yeah. asshole. And this <laughs> is the first time we've actually ever called one out. Yeah. Yep. But they're all like this. You're totally right. That's so funny. And so he asks Miranda out. When Carrie walks away too. He walks over and he's like, I'd love to take you out. And, and Miranda gives him her card. And uh, apparently Will's death had turned Miranda into my target audience, a desperate woman. Okay, so Samantha's getting fucked again, and now the bed is rolling the other way. The other way. way. That's it. Scenic. And also, there's no way his dick is in her vagina. He's literally, like, on all fours, and she's on the bed. Um, Charlotte's trying. And Samantha's like, I tell you, almost. so Charlotte is, like, really strong. I almost broke the bed. And Charlotte is having, of course, a hard time, and Samantha is instead just fucking everyone, as happens. Samantha looks like a um, sexy rainbow bright, and Miranda and uh, sorry, Charlotte's Charlotte, like indignant that she knows nothing about the guy she's fucking. Well, she's like she doesn't understand. She's like, why do you have to have sex like that? So it's Charlotte and Samantha going, and why do you have to talk about sex like that? Going at each other. She's like, sex is something beautiful between two people. Like, and and Samantha's kind of like, we, ugh, why do we have to talk about it like this? And Miranda and Carrie are sort of like. Not like really covering their faces by their with their menus, and it's interesting because often this is kind of the crux of where um, Charlotte and Samantha really have gone at each other. Yeah, like there's the episode where she she um, basically says that Samantha slept with everyone in New York, and they they have that huge falling out. She sleeps with her brother. Yeah, like it's it's about their differences in 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 moral feeling about sex yeah. and just their approaches and to so it. And so Charlotte storms out. Charlotte takes it really personally and and Samantha is completely the opposite. Yeah, and and Carrie and Miranda are like we're not getting involved and Samantha's like, "Well, then you're not coming with me to this fancy dinner reservation." Cut to uh, this is like a very Miranda Carrie centric episode which I love. Yeah, me too. M- Carrie's wearing another gorgeous dress. They do not dress Miranda with any favors, really. She's wearing like chunky heel sandals and a weird graphic Tea. And, like, these pants where I can't tell where they stop. Super weird pants. But Carrie looks fucking Carrie, stunning. That, I want that dress. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find you that pantsuit, and I want that dress. We can definitely find you that dress. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, oh, it's so She's cool. also wearing some really, like, interesting jewelry this time. Mm-hmm. It's, like, borderline kitschy, all of it. Yeah. In fact, not even borderline. So... Later that week, Charlotte decided if she was ever going to get Charlotte tray. is giving me baby spice meets ginger spice realness. And it is so good. I love when they really curl her hair. Also, she's in like a tiny cr- crop top, which is so cute. I like own that shirt. But yeah. I don't oh, yeah. own those abs. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't own any of these proportions on any of them. Yes, N- you do. Proportions? No, all of them have boobs. Mm. You're right. If anyone, I'm probably closest to Samantha's body, but I don't have a butt either. I'm a stick, baby. Whoop. <laughs> they call me the walking stick. Oh, the walking stick, not to Classic. be confused with the walking dead. That's right. Fear the walking stick. Those are the, those are the insects, FX right? this fall. That like, the walking like twigs. stick bugs. Yeah. Um, and Carrie's kind of like. They're at a sex shop, basically. Charlotte's trying to like. Find something sexy, sexy enough for Trey to have a and boner. And Carrie's like, you know who would be really good at this? Samantha. Samantha and Carrie and and Charles like I don't want another lecture but I was like Carrie's a really good friend like I I'd like yes for the good of all of them too like she she doesn't there are no like inherent um allegiances yeah in the way that like middle school friend groups work you know where sometimes you just like have to side with someone yeah. she really is like I care about all of these people and they all 
yeah. are equal. So we can sort of blow past this, but basically yeah. Samantha like meets another woman who's like has similar Samantha energy. Yeah. Um, in a department store, and so they decide to go get a drink together. Also, the one other thing about that scene with Carrie and Charlotte is that Carrie, um. Carrie says, when Charlotte pushes back about them having the conversation, Carrie says, hey, there were two of you ruining my breakfast, which I love, too, because yeah. she's not just doing the, the work to, like, comfort. She's also being like, hey, dude, <laughs> here's yeah. a mirror. Yeah. So then. Asshole guy, Jim. Jim, who, who were like, he's not an asshole. He's being so sweet. And Miranda. Go on a date. They do a very chaste street kiss. I love Miranda's dress. That's a good look on her, that yes. neckline. Yes. Um. And they're talking about Carrie. Carrie. And he's like, she knew me a long time ago. I've changed. I mean, back then I was in a band called Uncle Ted's Ass and I could sit on my hair. Which I didn't understand. I thought that was a party trick. And now I understand <laughs> yeah, it means his hair was very head. long. <laughs> I just went through a couple rotations in my yep, head. Yep. And then they do some more kind of weird chaste making out on the street. Ugh, what do you mean by chaste making out on the street? Like there's it, like it's not very pat. It, they're not like making out. Ugh, you you know? just have a good vocabulary, Bridget. Oh, thank you. I want to make out. Yeah, making out's fun, isn't it? It's a good time. Yeah. Make out. Make out. Um, so they're having Carrie and Miranda are having cute morning phone call. I love Miranda's little like sleep crop toppy thing. It's so cute. Yeah, Carrie's wearing kind of like house clothes, which I love. They're the frumpiest things I've seen her in in a while. Yeah, she's doing her laundry. She's wearing like All camo of her bras shorts are pink. and shit. Yeah. I love the kitchen laundry, the hand washing delicates. And baby. Miranda's trying to get her to come out with her and Jim. Because she weirdly, I think kind of, well, not weirdly. I think she wants to convince Carrie he's changed so that she can feel good about seeing him. Yeah. And Carrie's really like, are we talking about the same guy? Because so clearly, like she, this isn't Why does something. she have she so many bras? I really have one bra that I, I was. Wear. I desperately need a bra. I'm literally just now wearing a sports bra because my one bra just does not work. Okay, we gotta go get you a bra. Okay, let's do it, both of us. Deal. I don't need any more bras. No, you just said you you only have one. I have one that I wear, but I have like four. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, one but of the one that you wear, that's crucial. I have like have that. three good bras, but I only really wear one. So. Charlotte has decided that she's going to go to the other breed of person that she is, is a waspy-ass white girl. It's like all her Connecticut ladies she probably was on, like, tennis teams with. No, it's they're her sorority sisters. Oh, Because, of right. course, Charlotte was yes. in Kappa Kappa Gamma. Of course she was. The mm. classic. The classic. And they're all, like... They're like, oh, welcome to the old marriage. Too pinched to be. Also, Charlotte drinks out of a martini glass that's so huge, and the angle makes her face go, go huge for the shot, and it's so funny oh every my time God, she it's does so it. Funny. Yeah, it's like a little magnifying glass. Um, and these women are all just like, just too, just a little too pinched to be beautiful, you know. But lots uh -huh. of money, lots, lots of, of judgment, lots of bling. A one and woman's like, um, <laughs> I can hardly. I can when I remember when I first got married, we could hardly get out of bed, and Charlotte's like, well, my husband can't get it up. And they all kind of like snip up, uh, Stepford Wives style. Yeah. Like, <gasps> and you know what I said is that uh, what I said, what I said, is that drunk Charlotte I think is my favorite character on this show. Oh, she's really good. When Charlotte gets drunk, she just like this is like this famous monologue where she's like, I just really want to get fucked, you know? Like, don't you ever just want to yeah. get pounded? Like, I just really want to be fucking pounded. And all these women are it's like, amazing, and Charlotte, everyone in the place. Where this is really eating. inappropriate. Yeah. We're eating. What's wrong with you? You're such a... And what? she goes, what? What am I? So we have a mirror of that same scene that yes. happened with Samantha. Yes. 
Charlotte realized how much they'd all changed since college. You know who Charlotte is? Charlotte is in another universe, grown up Gretchen Wieners, mm-hmm. because this is the version of the, um, what if you want to stab Caesar? Yeah. Um, speech in Mean Girls when she's like oh, drunk and free, you know. I love being drunk. She's not like <laughs> under the oppression of other women. She's dealing with a husband who won't fuck her and these these crazy girls. But so Samantha's on her like friend date with her new friend Carrie. This woman. What's her name? I don't remember. Oh wait, here we can find out. Her name is Claire, Claire Ann. Ann. I said that because a uh, friend of the pod Carrie is oh, Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann, yeah. Um. So an hour later, they like find guys and cute guys. They're all drinking. And Claire all Ann is like, I want to eat you up. I'm going to eat you up. And then she literally. Oh, you are too cute. And then she goes under the table and starts giving him a blowjob in front of everybody. It's mind boggling. So basically what we see is Charlotte. It's like a booth table, but they're not covered at all. We see Charlotte being Samantha eyes uh-huh. and we see Samantha being Charlotte. Suddenly because suddenly she's the innocent one in this situation. Also this, this outfit, this dress with this just like the hole under her boobie is yes. so good. Yes. A little peekaboo cut out. Samantha's so, Kim Cattrall is so, so fucking beautiful. It's a really crazy scene. And then she like climbs her way out of the booth and she looks like she's going to a sorority formal in 2018, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so that night, stunning. Samantha learned she had a little Charlotte in her. And Charlotte learned she had a little Samantha in her. Just like Charlotte, she had a line that could be also crossed. Also, that blowjob. It's, cra- it's just as weird as Trey's jerking off that didn't make any sense. Yeah. So some Carrie agrees to meet Jim and Miranda for drinks. And she's like, Jim took me to an amazing poetry reading last night. Look, also, Carrie look at Carrie's <laughs> fucking... <laughs> She rated Claire's it's for this episode. Like also, R.I.P. Claire's is closing. What? I know. Why? I think they're going out of business. That's so sad. Where and will young toys girls? Toys R Us. I know. It's That's been for a while. Yeah. Where will young girls get their ears pierced? I know. I'm so hungry, Bridget. Have you heard my stomach growling? No. It's bad. I, we'll have snacks as soon as this is over. Oh, you take such good care of me. <laughs> I love having you here. So Carrie's wearing the world's ugliest, tackiest, enormousest butterfly necklace. And a lot of bronzer. And she... And he starts calling Carrie out. Yeah. She, like, wants to leave to go get a smoke. Also, he's like, he talks about how much she likes her shoes. And she's like, yes, I do. And he's like, makes sense for how much you like to walk all over people. And so we're starting to see it. Okay. But so at the end of that scene with Samantha, when she walks out and, and Carrie's like, we saw that... Because when Charlotte walks out, Carrie says... Um, she realized she had a little Samantha in her and then vice versa. And I wrote, yeah. Yeah, we all have all four of them in us because we're all one person. They're all one person. Well, I was going to say, yeah, because we've said before, you know, everyone has a little Charlotte in them. Everyone has a little. Everyone has a little Charlotte in them. Everyone has a little Samantha in them. Carrie has all four of them in her because she is all four of them. And she all of is this a sociopath. Wait, I was talking yesterday um, to some people about, um, I think it was Roseanne. And we were like trying to figure out because Roseanne mm. is coming back like, there's a TV show where um, someone wakes up and it's all a dream. The Bob Newhart show, I think. Mm. Or whatever. And then Roseanne is like, John Goodman dies. But we're just like just ignoring that in the revival, I guess. And I was thinking, I was like, if I were to wake up mm-hmm. and have my entire life be a dream, where in my life would I have fallen asleep? At like what point oh, yeah. would the dream have started? Oh, yeah. And I was thinking about... Like, how long of, have I been dreaming for? Good Lord. 
I know. What I, did you decide? I don't know. But I used to have a bit with, with the Allison about how if I got blackout, that my bit would be to just pretend that I have amnesia. <laughs> like if my life got so, 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 so bad that like my like trauma trigger, like my um, fight or flight wouldn't be fight or flight. It would be stress amnesia. <laughs> I mean, not a, an ineffective and strategy. I would, and again, and at the time, it was like my first year out of college. So we, we said that my amnesia would have begun sophomore year of college. Oh, sure, sure, and sure. And so like a lot of things would have would just have like just never happened. Or been, yeah. Or, uh-huh. And so I just think that. Maybe similar timeline for the uh, dream. But, well, not anymore. Right. I think me. I, I yeah, like, yeah. I don't know where my where my dream, <laughs> the dream part of my life. Like if I were to wake up, like would it would I wake up? I feel like I would wake up maybe in like, like spring of two thousand and sixteen. You know what's funny is I was gonna say an obvious one for me would be, I don't know that I really believe this, but there was a really specific incident in the summer of twenty sixteen, after which I literally felt like the entire first part of my life was like a ta- like a tape someone had downloaded in my head. Mm-hmm. I hadn't lived any of it. Like I'd been like, I was only now alive. We're having sort of the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, I like nothing, nothing that had happened before had, it took me a long time to shake off that feeling, but I feel like that might be a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, if you guys have anything <laughs> like you think, like, how do you feel about talk that? to do us? Do you ever feel like you're being the Truman show? I was going to say, yeah. Man, so. I don't. Oof, I I would not handle that well at all. If I, if I were to wake up and realize and like, or like to go back in time, like a time traveling movie, but you don't really know, like all this is really like, oh, what's the the date? Right, right. <laughs> like if you could time turner. Oh God, yeah. Honestly, if I could have time turnered at any point in my life, I would have done it in high school for the same reason Hermione did. <laughs> I just had so much fucking work all the time. <laughs> And I, like, really cared about it at that point. You were such a Hermione. Yeah. For a lot of my life, I really was. I think I'm less so now. But maybe, I don't know, I feel like maybe Hermione would be more like me as she got into her 20s. Who knows? We'll never know. JK, if you're listening, <laughs> Joe, uh, we'd love we love a, can the, can the ninth book be um, Harry, Hermione, and Ron in their 20s? Thanks. <laughs> Please. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Living in New York. Can it be Sex in the City? Can they have a podcast about sex in the city? Can we be wizards is what we're asking. <laughs> oh, just give me magical powers. There's still an episode happening. I'm so sorry, everyone. So Jim is really fucking calling Carrie out, which is uncomfortable and also unclear why he thinks he'd win in front of Miranda when it's really just their second date. Um, and then, and then Miranda immediately goes, well, she was like, Carrie doesn't walk all over people. And he's like, well, she did with me. And Miranda just goes, well, maybe that's because you're an asshole. <laughs> And then and he, he keeps, he keeps like pushing it. And she's like, she's not an asshole. And then he says, you're breaking up with me. And she oh, says. Oh, the fancy lawyer lady's breaking up with me. Like, I give a shit. Like, it's exactly what yeah, Carrie. Yeah, he's just nasty. And Shell-shocked. And Carrie smiles kind of. She's like, whoa. And then as she walks out of the, sh- sh- the scene, the frame, she smiles. Because also, she's right. And goodbye. So and I was thinking about, like, why does it feel so good to be able to say, I told you so? Why does it feel so good? Uh, because I think we, we our just, default is that we are right. Intrinsically, we just love being right. Yeah. And and when it comes to friends and you don't want to see them make a mistake, there's a different kind of stake to, stake to it, you know, where like Carrie genuinely didn't want her to date him and yeah. now she doesn't have to deal with that and she, you know. I love the word asshole. And so, and when there's more at stake 
Ash hole. Ash hole. <laughs> Motherforker. So, oh, some nipples. So Charlotte's wearing the sheerest. And Trey's like, what are you doing? What are you wearing? She has He's got like hips. horrified. Horrified. Hey. It is a weird combination, I'll be fair. It's probably not what most people would think of as like super sexy in a sex shop, but it's very sheer and And she's like, Take that off. He's like, Take that off right now. She's and like, she fine. does. And she strips so she's just Davis in a thong. boobies. She's got birthing hips. <laughs> oh, she'd probably be happy to hear you say that. And then she'd be worried if that meant they were too wide. No, they're perfect. And she's, he's like, this isn't you, Charlotte. And, yes, and she's like, yes, this is, is me. I'm not a Madonna and I'm not a whore. Good for you, baby. I'm your wife. And, and I'm, I'm sexual, sexual and, and I, I love you. you. This is a really, really beautiful moment. And then she like, you see her like, she starts touching herself. It's so powerful. And for Charlotte. I can't imagine doing this in front of it. Oh no, my God, no. And he says, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm touching myself. She's so sexy. Yeah, it's really incredible. It's unlike anything we've seen out of Charlotte, even in sexual situations. Trey's like, I can I can see that. She's like, good. You can't really tell if he's into it or not yet, but he's definitely, like, engaged. And then he looks down at his penis, and he looks up, and he goes, sales are up. Which is also interesting, because it's, it's like, is the message here really that, like, if Charlotte was just sexy enough or, like, enough of his fantasy... This would have never been a problem. That night, Trey successfully screwed his wife for a full minute and a half before, <laughs> before the, the wind, wind died. died. And so then, then and I'm like, I'm she called the one person in the world who she knew would appreciate it most. Samantha. And Samantha's like fucking so sexy. I can't. Yeah, help she's it. just sprawled on her bed in like soft underwear and bra and like a, a like and drapey like, robe. I had sex. And Samantha goes, I knew you could do it. Did you come? Samantha. <laughs> having spent time with their frenemies Charlotte Does that and mean, Samantha is that forgot implying that <laughs> Charlotte came in a minute and a half um I'm going to assume she didn't and is just actually laughing at at Samantha asking her but that. Samantha says like oh honey congratulations like something like or maybe she just I mean there's just no way or maybe or maybe because she hasn't had anything in like months she maybe was just he so actually ready to go fucking out that would be nice, wouldn't it be? So Carrie's back on stage, and there are, like, six women in the audience. Very good. Quick math. She's wearing the flower, but it's black. And it's tied around her waist. And she's like, I have to tell you, I don't know a whole lot about this, but what I do know is you're not going to meet them sitting in a learning So she class. takes the six women to a bar, and she starts setting them up. She's like, let's just do this. Which is great. And so they do it, and so she starts setting them up, and and – She's like, go over there and ask him for a light. And it's really sweet and yeah. it's very successful. But and it's cute too because what makes sense is that it's not that Carrie doesn't know a thing or two or have a natural instinct for this. It's that it was the wrong setting, the wrong kind of audience. And she said some, the phrase goes, if you can't do, teach. And if you can't teach, those who can't teach, do. And so that's she's sort of combining the two. The f- I think the phrase is those who can't do teach and those who can't teach do yeah 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 is yeah, what yeah, Carrie yeah, says yeah, that's perfect and so one that always off. makes me think of those who can't do teach and those who can't teach teach gym which is from School of Rock which is my, my favorite. favorite thing is this woman goes hey what about him and Carrie touches the guy and goes excuse me hi have you met Liz. Liz works in TV, and he goes, I love TV. <laughs> and she goes, look, something in common. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever He literally says, get out of here. I love like, TV. Like, 
hey, this is Bridget. She likes scuba diving. I love breathing. <laughs> Look, yeah. something in common. Or if you were, yeah, I mean, this is, <laughs> she goes to work. I, I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, something in common. But she really does, like, I think the point is that on, like, a personal level and on a one-on-one level, Carrie d- really does care and, like, have knowledge and is able to share it yeah, and shine. Of Who did you relate to in this episode? <laughs> um, I feel like I resonated with all of them. and No, mm. not Samantha. Yeah. Um, and not Charlotte. I was wrong yeah. before. Yeah. Miranda and Carrie on varying levels. I probably Miranda. Yeah, I resonate with Miranda because there are definitely times where I've been like <laughs> s- enamored and swept about away by someone who like I know better, but I'm like, but I've never seen it. It's like the story of my fucking. And then life. inevitably it happens, and I'm like, well, and I I'm, can't uh, even but really if be you mad. ever ask it to me, it's like, well, I'll change you. Right. Yeah. I will be the one. Yeah. My my. Melissa and I call it uh, Princess Fiona syndrome, mm-hmm. where I, I'm attracted mm-hmm. to ogres because I think that I can um, get their layers. Sure, sure. Because sure. it all comes down to Shrek. That's right. At the end of the day, this is really a podcast about Shrek. <laughs> if you haven't caught on to that by now, I don't know what you've even <laughs> been doing here. If you listen back to every single episode, you'll find a Shrek Skip Easter. forward every 15 seconds, and we're secretly talking about If you about play Shrek. it and rewind, it's actually just the dialogue of Shrek over and over and over yeah. again. And every time I sing and I make a musical theater reference backwards, it's actually just Welcome to Duloc. Any music that's ever been played was actually I'm a Believer. <laughs> Go back and listen. You thought it was saxophone? It's not. Guarantee it. (laughs) Why did they let us do this? (laughs) Who's they? We just fucking did this. And no one stopped us. That was the problem. Thank you for feeding our... Thank you for being a friend. I'm a believer. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. It's happening in real time. (laughs) Not a trace. A dad dad and mama. (laughs) I'm in love. Ooh, <laughs> I'm a believer. I could leave her if I tried. Here we go, guys. That was um. That was this I'm is a Shrek believer. cast now. <laughs> um, Splat the Shrek cast. <laughs> Shrek the Spot cast. <laughs> Splat the Swamp cast. <laughs> Shrek the Swamp cast. Um, I resonated with Puss in Boots because we both have big eyes. <laughs> I just was so not ready for you to say that. <laughs> oh, I resonated to in Shrek 2 <laughs> when they roll up at the swamp to make the announcement. There's one um, trumpeteer who steps out of line and plays a s- solo and the prince smacks him and says, like, not now, Louis, or whatever. I'm that guy. You're Louis or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. I too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys thought we were kidding. <laughs> the next hour of this podcast is Shrek time. <laughs> Settle the fuck Everybody, in. We get ain't going to g- sleep. <laughs> get out your green. Get out I don't your know green what paint. we were doing. But I didn't know. She was like miming painting her body and I didn't know. And I just got excited and started doing it too. <laughs> we're green. We're green. We're green. Which plays into all your other favorite genres of... Uh, I love Wicked. Yep. Which ties into magic, which also ties into Harry Potter. I mean, we're just... Here we are. Bing, bang. But a fucking boom. <sighs> Ploppability? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like 7 out of 10 Shrek. <laughs> yeah. And um, by that, I hope you mean 10 out of 10 for Shrek content. 
um i think it's super ploppable yeah me too i just think it's like niche ploppable yeah like with most of charlotte's plot lines they're they're super universal they're just like well universal in terms of time but like right. niche in terms of um, the samantha i mean the charlotte type <laughs> very different yeah. i was just thinking about how much samantha had no plot mm-hmm. at all Although Samantha? I did like her little bit of learning that she had her Charlotte in her, Samantha too. Samantha was the alley-oop. That's right. That's right. That's right. Basketball. Um, I'm not. So my oh yeah. I, did I talk about my March Madness brackets no, last week? No, talk about week? it So now. I have two March Madness brackets. I have a Northwestern one. Oh, I think you told Liz and I about this. They're so good. Which is um, Call Me By Your Bracket. Uh-huh. And then I have my Flywheel one, which is... Um, Sister Act 2, Bracket the Habit. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> um, and Calm by Your Bracket, I still have some people in. But for the Flywheel one, I just, like, couldn't use my brain energy to, like, go through again and think of uh, – and I didn't want to repeat. Yeah. So I, I did a random fill-in. And <gasps> boy, am I doing bad. <laughs> oh. That's kind of fun, though, to but see I'm how badly third, you can bomb. I'm third in one, the one that I picked, and I'm sixth in the other one. Not bad. Third is Six not bad. Six and eight. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Well, two people still worse than you, baby. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, hi, hi. Um, Delties, upsies? Delties, upsies, delties, downsies. Delties, upsies for me that I watched my brother make his Broadway debut this week. That's insane. I cried. I mean, of course. It was like intense crying. And you got to see not one but two shows because he's in not one but two fucking shows. Part one, part two. Part one and part two. So it was two nights of emotional exertion. Um, And my delties, downsies is that it's still cold and i'm just like i'm just like storm cloud right now yeah quote you yourself earlier i'm like a little zoloft rocky oh yeah yeah oh i get that fully i'm just i often am that guy i'm like i can't appreciate any of the good things in my life because i'm my own personal downer all the time but it's okay because i'm I, i feel i feel the change coming I love that. I just like I I'm fine. I'm things fine. are blooming. Spring, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I have high hopes for myself, but it's just like I'm been down on myself. Been down on myself. Yeah. What about you, Delta's upsies, upsies, downsies? That was a helpful contribution to your feelings I made there. You're welcome. Thank you. Put a lot into that. Mine, um, my downs are, um, what is my Delta down? I am having just very intense, like, time at a lot of places, Mm -hmm. but I actually, I have a, like, a little bit of a better hold on things this week, so I'm, I'm not even going to say really a down, because I just want to kind of coast the, like, (laughs) okayness. Yeah. And not tempt it. Um, Delta Up is, um, by the time this comes out, he who should not be named will be back in the city for a little bit, which the I'm dark very excited Lord about. Rises and we're the so Dark excited. Lord. I'm calling him on my fucking Dark Mark right now. Dar- let's Dark Mark. Get him here. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Finish those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, Brooke, where can I find you on social meds? Social meds. You can find me on Twitter at Brooke mm-hmm. underscore Wiseman. And I feel like I'm back on Twitter. You're doing it. Um, which also, is Splat has been. Splat's been fire. It's and happening. that's all Bridget. So we'll, we'll talk about that in us. a minute. This is about me. I'm so sorry. How could I? 
How could I? These are nice leggings. I like this material. It's Wait, cute. also feel mine. Caitlin gave them to me. They're like ma- oh. they're like maternity leggings from Target, and they're the most comfortable thing I've ever had on my body. One of my other Delta Ups is that I did a lot of yoga this weekend, so my round juicy orbs are brown juicy orbs and juicy. It's and happening. Um, they're like I got like two Zoloft rocks on my butt. Oh right. yeah, those are the See? those are the kind you want. Bring it all back to Zoloft rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all been about. <laughs> Zoloft rocks. Um, anyway, Zoloft rocks. You can me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman saying ridiculous things. Yep. And things. And on Instagram at Brooke underscore. No. Fuck. <laughs> shit. I have to go jump off the window. Jump off <laughs> the fucking window, baby. At Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And if you put the underscore, I will throw she you will, it will off be a, the window. It will be a, an, a sad murder suicide. I'm sorry to say. Is that too dark? Well, <laughs> I love to end on a fucking downer. I'll shove a pine cone up your butt. Oh, <laughs> for a second I thought that was you just responding to me, <laughs> and I was really taken aback. No, that was directed at you guys. You guys. So, social media, ma'am. Excuse me, social media, ma'am. Social media, ma'am. <gasps> <laughs> Give it to yes. <laughs> You rang. Where can I find you on social media? Oh, it's so funny you should ask. (laughs) (laughs) Primarily, if you'd like to find me on the internet, I would recommend Twitter, personally. (laughs) You can find me there. My (laughs) handle, if you search it, is... Professor McGonagall, you are a social media man. At Mrs. Burt Macklin. Uh, Uh... the fictional wife of a very funny fictional television <laughs> character from an American television sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. Thank you. And collectively. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, social media ma'am. Bridget, are you back? Who, me? No, still <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I had something in my throat. <laughs> tickled by that bit um i'm glad because i'm not sure anyone else will be so it was a beautiful um my dad hey buddy we didn't talk about my sex life at all in this podcast so we could do that real quick if you wanted sex tell me about sex uh i (laughs) (laughs) you can find us collectively At Splat Podcast. On Twitter, on Instagram, and at gmail.com. Hey, 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 you there listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. Just do it. Please. Find us on ACAST. Find us on iTunes. I don't know how you're listening to it. It's so fun that we can see subscribers on ACAST. And we have, I don't know if you guys know this, we definitely have a lot of American listeners, but you guys are in the company of friends of ours in Germany and the UK and Australia. (laughs) Oh, this is a (laughs) wow. (laughs) And Australia. Good day. And Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the classic silent Irish hello. I love it. Anyway, it's just amazing. And (laughs) (laughs) bye. Bye. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.